And chapter 40 is the beginning of what many call the New Testament portion of Isaiah's writing. Much of that has a lot of messianic prophecy, a lot of messianic um, pictures in it, if you will, images of it. And then we get on all the way over here into chapter 55, verse 11. Mm. And listen, so will my word be which goes forth from my mouth. It will not return to me empty without accomplishing what I desire. Yeah. So God's word never fails. That's right. As it goes forth and a guy it just like the Genesis one and one, you know, and, and, and verse two and you know, and there and there was darkness and, and the earth was without form and void, and yet the Spirit of God was moving across the face of the deep. That spirit moving forth the word of God many times mm-hmm. using some of that similar language of God breathing. That's what Paul said to Timothy. God, that all scripture, all that word is breathed forth from God. And that's such a powerful thing. Uh, we'll see that further here in a little bit. But it's sent forth and it accomplishes his desire. That's right. Now, this is where we have a lot of struggle because mm-hmm. it's not always our desire. You know, that's where ultimately old Nebuchadnezzar, the king back there in the book of Daniel we were talking about previously, you know, and Nebuchadnezzar said, I don't understand the problem why I'm having these dreams because I, I live well in my home. I live wonderfully in my palace. I have, This is Babylon. This is great Babylon. <laughs> and so why am I having these dreams? Let's get over this. Let's get moved beyond it and let me rule the world, you see. Uh, and yet the word was to Nebuchadnezzar to to call him into accountability. Ultimately, yep. that is to every person. Yep. We are called to accountability. Mm-hmm. And, and, and King Nebuchadnezzar went through a lot to come to the point where he said, Almighty God is the God, yes. and there is none like him. Yep. And then you go back and read the latter verses of that fourth chapter of Daniel, and there is a powerful and wonderful testimony from a great king who became greater still. And who faced the consequences yes. when he backslid on that degree. Yes, yes he did. Yeah. Yes he and did. that's another thing. You know, one of the, as we read here in, in Isaiah 55, 11, here's the CSB on that. Oh, please. So my word that comes from my mouth will not return to me empty, but it will accomplish what I please and will prosper in what I send it to do. There is a prosperity that is inherent to yes. God's word. In in that, what I'm saying is, when God says something be, it's not just gonna be, it's gonna be something that has prospered and exceeded in Amen. in its you know existence. Yes. So when God spoke, speaks into our lives, when God says, no, you will do this, and if we're obedient to it and and, and do as he says and all that, he said where it's going to happen, so there will be a prosperity there. Yes. And if we'll get ourselves out of the way, and we'll just flow with what the Word says. I, I, I have a study Bible here in front of me that has quotes from various people. Mm-hmm. And right okay. here from uh, Augustine of Hippo, it yes. says, God yeah. loves each one as if there were only one of us to love. That's how this works. When God, When God's speaking to you, and loving you and giving you direction, he is intimately connected to you as if you were the only human being he was communicating with. Wow. There is a there is an inherent uh, connection between you and your father. Those moments, if, if those of us that, that have been raised, and, and I'm blessed to have a godly father that spent time with me on a personal level, 
when, when I know my dad is connected in with me and when we're connected and we're talking and you're listening, mm -hmm. but you're only listening to me and there's not TVs on, there's not phones on, but we're just genuinely communicating very right. much like we are today. Right. Um, of course, we're communicating with a purpose today, but, yes, but even just when you're listening, that genuine love that's felt and experienced can do nothing but prosper and flourish in the heart. Amen. And it can be what it yeah. becomes is it becomes a self-esteem. It becomes a knowledge to power. It becomes an ego boost and not the ego of arrogance, but the ego of self-awareness yes. becomes boosted by the knowledge yes. that when spoken into, when a parent speaks into a child's life genuinely, yes. then there is a there is a blossoming. There is a, you know, it's just like when, when God spoke to the world and, and said plant life come forth mm -hmm. it immediately mm -hmm. did so bearing fruit yeah i mean because that was that's literally the verse it said you know and each bearing its fruit in its right. own kind right so that so it wasn't just that oh there was a sprout there was a little grass sprouted up and then decades later it started producing fruit yes. no it instantly when he said life be yes. it not only created itself but it immediately created offspring Yes. It immediately it bore fruit. Forth. Yeah. It came forth it and bore. so it so yeah. it bore fruit to prosperity. Yeah. So when there is a when there's a decree of of wisdom into your life, when there is a when there's scripture buried inside of you, mm -hmm. what it's going to do is it's going to create prosperity. Yes. That word that's what the scripture is claiming. God, God is saying my word is going to will not return to me empty, but it'll right. accomplish what I please yes. and it will prosper. Yes. In what I send it to do. Yes, that's right. Because you know, in in the earlier verses there, he said, you know, the wicked, uh, the wicked may. In fact, he said, uh, he's. Oh, I just had it right there. He he said, my thoughts are not your thoughts. My ways no. are not your ways. And and he said, you know, the 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 wicked may do what they will do, if you mm -hmm. will. But he said, uh, yeah, will forsake his way and the mm -hmm. unrighteous man his thoughts. But let him return to the Lord. He will have compassion. Yep. On him, you see, and we want where all through the New Testament, the writers of the New Testament said, <laughs> We have this confidence in Christ Jesus, we have this assurity. Um, uh, we have <laughs> we, and we have coffee on our side, that's okay. <laughs> we have, and look, look at how it just rolls off that wonderful <laughs> material. That's <laughs> Yeah, the guy at Starbucks today was saying, man, I really like that shirt, do you? <laughs> that's great. Uh, that's right. And see, it could, be a, it could be a witness helper right there. But we, you know, it's just like parents for children. We want our children to have confidence in themselves. We want them right. to be assured. We want them to have a steady footing in the world mm -hmm. and yet a core of belief and faith. Mm -hmm. We need to put as much concern to make sure our children have that kind of core of upbringing as we do being involved in academics or being involved in sports or being involved in anything else. You know, do an evaluation of that parents and make sure that you are doing for your child what can be done to give them that well-roundedness yes. of spirit, soul, and body because yeah. the word of God tells us that's who we are and that's what we are and God's word sent into us accomplishes what he desires. What would happen, Robert, if we, when we attended worship, right? we sat down before a television worship service or something even. Right. I know some people have really got in that habit. Right. I do encourage folks to personally attend a New Testament fellowship where right. the word of God is preached and Christ is honored. But 
what if we, every time we went into a period of worship, we asked the Lord, we said this to the Lord, Lord, accomplish me, send your word now in my heart and accomplish what you would have done. Well, I can tell you what the fruit would be because it's right here in Isaiah 55 verse 12. Oh. You will indeed go out with joy Good. and be peacefully guided. The mountains and hills will break into singing before you. Wow. And the trees of the fields will clap their hands. Amen. Wow. <laughs> Instead of the thorn bush, the cypress will come. Instead of the, the nettle of the myrtle will come up. Mm -hmm. and, and it will be a memorial unto the Lord for an everlasting sign which will not be cut off. So that'll be the fruit wow. of open hearts and minds receiving wow. the word. Wow. And Amen. 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 So, you know, that would be something we ought to do every time we go to church because a lot of people say, well, I just don't know. I just don't see the, I, and I've had people tell me this over and over for years and years. Well, I just get to the place where I just don't feel like I'm getting anything from, you know, and this is somebody that shows up. They never have the word of God in their hand as they come to, you know, they don't even have their Bible with them. And, and you know, and it's probably somewhere dusty. So I don't know. Um, but, oh, well, you know, it's at home and it's got my devotional book on top of it or something. Well, probably it has been that way for some time. <laughs> and, and when you look, when you look at that, maybe the devotional book was from last year, but nonetheless, mm -hmm. I don't, there again, I don't want to try to be critical, but I mean, we have a lot of excuses. I'm for, I'm first on the list. We have a lot of excuses of rather than developing our spiritual life than to just to settle to be amused, to be entertained, to be distracted some other way. But we know, as a believer, we know, and I, and I think there's a lot of Christians who've given up, but dear friend, rekindle. Mm -hmm. uh, remember what Revelation 3 tells us, that we need to remember the first works. We need mm -hmm. to do those things. We need to become obedient, and we need to repent. And God said, you know, he'll revive us in those days. He'll revive us. He'll, uh, he says, don't let me come finding you not being revived because he said that I'm going to be as a thief coming in the night. And so we don't want that to happen nope. because the Lord is coming soon. We need to revive our, we need to be revived. We need to find ourselves in the word of God. And, and we said, Lord, send that word to me. And it may be right here through the Gonzo Bible study. And it may be through some other devotional you're into a scripture reading, but dear friend, don't try to get off the path. Don't, right. don't forsake the way of the Lord. Because God has a word for you. It was sent forth. It's going to accomplish. And then Robert revealed to us here in these closing verses what it's going to benefit, how it's going to benefit you. It's going to bless you. And praise God, that is what is so powerful about the word of God. Now, if I could, if I could take us a little further scripturally, if I could take us further now back up into the first century, mm -hmm. into the writings of Hebrews chapter okay. 1. Yeah. Real quick, while you're turning there, yes, I just want to make this clear statement. We we shared this verse earlier this week, and if you're following us on Instagram and Facebook, you probably saw it. But there in Matthew seven in verse eight, if we bring some clarity here about yeah. who's going to reap those, who's going to have the mountains singing for them and the trees clapping mm -hmm, and all those things, mm -hmm. if you're receiving the word, the answer is the persistent seekers. It's everyone. Amen. That's just it. For everyone who asks will receive. And everyone who seeks will find. Yes. And everyone who knocks will have the door opened. Amen. Jesus made it clear that it's everyone who wants it. 
Hey, man. Everyone who wants the word, everyone who seeks after the word intentionally, yes. persistently, yes. constantly will be let in. Everybody gets to ride the ride that wants to read the word. There you go. That's how this works. Lord, increase my desire. Yep. Lord, increase my desire. You say, well, there just seems to be something that, that prohibits me or something that's hindering me. Hey, do not let the enemy steal, kill, or destroy you by putting that kind of, of anxiety or that yep. kind of pretension in your life. Think on the good things. Uh, you know, let, let me, well, I know we were going to Hebrews <laughs> chapter one, but let me point us to that verse in the closing writing of the Philippian church, Paul mm -hmm. to the Philippians. Um, you know where we're heading there, don't you, Robert? Chapter four, because here he was talking about those who had, who had been standing firm, those who were living in harmony with the Lord, those whose names were in the Lamb's book of life. There's a lot of folks that say, well, I'm a Christian. I know that I've been born again, that my name's written in the Lamb's book of life. Well, dear friend, verse four, Philippians four and four says, then rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I say rejoice. Okay, there's a reason to be happy. And he says, and let your gentle spirit be known to all men. The Lord is near. Mm-hmm. And what does he go on to say, Robert? I'd like to I hear that in the I, seat. I didn't Did pull you? that up, sorry. Oh, I was okay. catching up in Hebrews. Okay, okay. <laughs> come, come on back to Philippians, yeah, if sorry, you will, sorry, sorry, sorry. because I'd like to hear uh, uh, what he's saying there. Uh, I'm going to have you come back and read verses um, four through seven. But he said in verse eight, here's where we're going to ultimately. He says, finally, brethren, whatever's true, whatever's honorable. Now, see, these are the things you can start being wise about. That's right. Okay, these are the things you can start having insight in because the scripture says that all this joy is possible in the Lord if you will begin to correct your thinking, yep. if you will stand firm in your thinking to do this. Verse eight, whatever's true, okay? Yep. And there, okay, how do we delineate the truth? Mm -hmm. Well, the word of God tells us. The word of God has established that which is true, okay? And, and here he says whatever's honorable, you say whatever's not a lie, mm -hmm. dear friend, whatever is right, mm -hmm. whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is of good repute, mm -hmm. good reputation in other words, if there's any excellence, if anything worthy of praise, mm -hmm. dwell on these things. Yep. There's where your focus goes. There's where your focus goes. If you focus on the filth of the world, if you, fi mm -hmm. if you focus on what's floating down the gutter, then dear friend, that's where your mind's gonna be. That's where your mouth's gonna be. That's where your yep. confession's gonna be. He says these things, verse nine, when you dwelling on what's right and pure and lovely, honorable, mm -hmm. the truth, he said, these things you've learned and received and heard and seen in me, Paul said, yep. and practice of these things and the God of peace will be with you. That's right. Now, now let's 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 run back up there to verse four again. What does the scripture say? Rejoice in the Lord always, yes. and I will say it again: Rejoice! There you go. Let your graciousness be known to everyone. Right. The Lord is near. Yes. Do not worry about anything, but in everything through prayer and petition with thanksgiving present your requests to God. Yes. And the grace of God, which surpasses all understanding mm -hmm. will guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. So there's some things there. That's right. There's some things there before you can focus 
You see, before you can focus on the true and the honorable and, and all those, that other list there, all these wonderful things. Right. In fact, there's seven things here that we want to have operating in yep. our life. But before you can, yep. you have to understand verse six. That's right. Because there has to be prayer and petition with thanksgiving. Yes. So you have to understand, that, and there again, I keep going back there, but 1 Thessalonians 5 in verse 16, 17, 18, what it says is as you test everything, you should be doing so with a spirit of thanksgiving. There you go. This is God's will for like those that. of you who are in Christ Jesus. What you have to understand yeah. is that God has a design. Everybody's like, well, what's my purpose? Your purpose is to yeah. live a thankful life. Yes. A life that is grateful for what God has sown into you. Wow. A purpose of thanksgiving, a perspective of thanksgiving, a reality based on being thankful in love. What we have here is as you come to God in prayer, when you come to God in prayer, praying and asking him for something, are you coming with a spirit of thanksgiving? Because by faith you have already received it. Because that's what the word of God says. Yes. So when you come to God asking for something, are you saying, God, thank you for your answer to this prayer? Yes. I'm I'm hurting. I'm yeah. sick. But thank you because I know my spirit man has already received the blessing of healing. And I'm just waiting for this temporal body to catch up. Amen. I'm just waiting for this physical dirt bag to catch up with what my spirit already knows in you. Because my reality is faced based on my spirit man. And my spirit man knows this ain't the thing that's bringing me home. So I know there will be healing. I know there will be salvation and I am grateful for it. I'm grateful for this before I even ask. I know you're going to resolve my financial issues, Lord. That doesn't mean I won't have to work for it. That doesn't mean I don't have to put the intentional effort in, but it does, yeah. I do Amen. by faith acknowledge and am grateful for the fact that you are the God that moves mountains. You are the God mm. that will reveal this truth in my life. You are the God that will show me how to overcome this. You are the God that has already completed all things. Because time, it's relative to God, he sees all things as they will be and have been. Yes. So, because he yes. is omnipotent, we should be grateful for what he already has put to pass. Amen. He's already answered that prayer as far as he's concerned. So we should be grateful. That is his will for our lives. Amen. Who are Those of us in Christ Jesus, living by the Spirit, living by faith, we already know it has come to pass. Amen. That's what the we can rejoice in. We can rejoice. Yeah, we can rejoice. rejoice. Yeah. And again, I say rejoice. Yes. And then it, when it moves on here, so then we can move into, finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is mm. true, mm -hmm. whatever mm -hmm. is honorable, whatever yeah. is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commemorable, if there is any moral excellence and if there is anything praiseworthy, dwell on those things. Things. There you go. Wow. Do what you know and have learned and receive and heard from me and seen in me. The God of peace will be with you. See, God says my testimony, the testimony of my word is faithfulness. And since the faith, the testimony yes. of my word is faithfulness, my will for you is to be thankful for my faithfulness. Amen. So Amen. if you're wondering, if you're that's one of those good. people today that's like wondering it. what the meaning of life is, well, God's will Ooh. for your life is to be thankful. Amen. So start there. Start there. If you don't know how to pray, 
Thank you. Yes. Get into a habit of every single day getting on your knees or sitting in your chair with the Bible open, not even reading the scripture or with your hands folded, however you need to get in a position where undistracted, you simply meditate on thankful. Yeah. God, I'm grateful. Yes. I'm grateful. Yeah, amen. Thank you. Amen. If you know, if if you need to get into a if if you can't think of anything else and you don't want to start, if you're one of those people that feels weird about asking God for things, don't then. Just thank him for it. That's right. Thank him for what you're not asking for. Thank you, God, that there that my family will be debt free. Thank you, God, that this sickness will be healed. Thank you, God, for this. Thank you, God, for that. Thank you, God, for being God. And if you just start with a with a spirit of thankfulness, what you'll start seeing is you have a perspective of thankfulness. You start believing thankfulness. You start existing in thankfulness. And what that does, it, it alters the reality that you live in. You right. don't have to live in a right. sin-filled world. Wait, what? No, you really don't. You can exist in the reality of the spirit and you can exist Amen. in a thankfulness to where, you know what? I'm not worried about what they're talking about on the news because I know my God is greater Amen. and the, the, the ways of man have always been consistent and there have been ebbs and flows and governments, empires have been toppled, but yes. my God has stood strong. The yes. kingdom of God that first established will not be destroyed. Mm -hmm. And so I don't have to worry about what that's what's going on there that's because right. my God is the God of all generations. He is the God of my generations. And I speak a generational blessing over me Amen. and my family. Amen. So I don't have to worry about that my kids will have food because they serve a God that has the cattle of a thousand Amen. hills. Amen. That's right. Be thankful. Right. Get a perspective of thankfulness. You know what that does to yes. anxiety? You know what that does to fear? It kills them. Yes, sir. It yes, kills sir. them. Yes, and it levels the playing field because we're, we are just people. That's right. You know, we're we are just people. And I, I even appreciate that now. I saw a little I saw a little thing on Facebook recently where Willie Nelson, of mm -hmm. all people, had said something about the fact that we're just people. Right. We're all people. Yeah. And we're not this or that. You know, this right. is what people who, who want to have control do. They divide. You know, you're this, you're that, you're the you know, yeah. or and you're not or whatever, you know, and we gotta change the law for this or that, the other. Right. No. It, people are people. And we're all subject to the same ups and downs in life and all. And we are, as believers, we're people also, but yeah. we have faith in Christ. We have the word of God to encourage us. That's why Paul, in that in that Philippians chapter four, went yeah. on in verse 10 yeah. to say, I rejoice in the Lord greatly yep. that now at last you have revived your concern for me. Indeed, you were concerned before, but you lacked the opportunity. You know, we were talking about <laughs> yeah. some things in faith yeah. earlier about yeah. the Gonzo yeah, yeah. Bible study right. and about things we hope to do through the Bible study and all when we're able to right. and, 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 and have the kind of support we, we pray we're going to have. And he says, not that I speak from want, for I have learned to be content Bingo. in whatever circumstances I am. And then he goes on to talk about humility and all that. You know, that's the whole thing about it is, regardless of what's coming or going, right. or what is or is not, we know that we're in God's hands. Yes, sir. Uh, you know, and and he and we're grateful for it. Yes, and the peace of God's what. There's the important things of it right there. Yeah. And we are just thrilled to be able to to do what God would have us to do. And it's amazing how he's always makes it possible for us to do today. 
Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And by faith we're doing today. Right. And we're thankful and, and, you know, and we'll press on. And we thank you for your prayers and help That's as right. well. And we know that in our lives, and we face a lot of things in <laughs> our lives, you've got a growing family and, and we all have concerns about our station of life and everything. Right. But the fact of the matter is, it's nothing different than any other person has gone through in life. Yeah. In fact, for if you look at the, the entire history of humanity, mm -hmm. we've got it pretty easy. God, oh, God's been real good to us. Yeah, <laughs> I want to rejoice. You know, again, rejoice. I say rejoice. The things yeah. that our ancestors went through at different stages. I mean, yes. those of us that have existed, and I know we have some audience members that are a little older and stuff like that, but anyway, sure, sure. those of us that have existed in the 20th and 21st century have lived in the most prosperous and comfortable times in yeah. history. Amen. Isn't that great? Praise, Praise the Lord. Praise God for Hallelujah. air conditioning. Amen. And cars <laughs> and planes yeah, and amen. microphones oh, and media man, man. and all those things. So why aren't we grateful? Why why do we, we seem discontented? Be. You know, yeah. most of us don't. You know, there are those the, those in our audience and there are those in our in our especially in the believing world and across the globe that don't have running water that don't That's have right. restrooms. So those of us in the Western world start off the day by thanking God for the amenities you have. Amen. You know, and everything else like it. it the thing about it is if you start the day off by speaking the word into your life and then thanking God for all the blessings you have in your life, you know what? It's really hard to be a bummer then. It's really That's hard right. to be a down in the hey, days. Right. It's That's really right. hard to start complaining if all you're doing is being grateful for what you have. Yeah, We got a dear brother pastor mm -hmm. in Central America who was one of the first people that shouted out to us. Yeah, in, our, in, yeah, yeah. in some of our early in support, thing, yeah. and in support and all to us. And I'll tell you, you talk about faith, and they're literally brick by brick building a place in the middle of a pasture. Yeah. Turning for, it into an oasis. <laughs> to, turning it into an oasis of worship, a place of worship, an altar for prayer, and a house for God's people to gather in. Praise God. God bless you, Pastor. That's and, right. And I That's think, the Potter's Ministry there that, in Nicaragua. Yes. Bless you, Pastor. You have the nicest bathrooms that I ever saw in Nicaragua. <laughs> they just completed that. Hallelujah! You know, for praise wow. God. Thank you, thank you so much for for having a vision and being obedient to the vision that God gives you. And that Amen. goes to all of those, Amen. all the people of faith that stand up and say, you know what? God said, do this. And in the natural, you're like, I don't want to, or I don't know how. Yeah, yeah. look, just be obedient. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Don't be Jonah. Don't learn the lesson the hard way. Don't have, you right. don't have to smell like sushi first. Like let's move, <laughs> let's move into this where we just start being obedient. I like it. We don't have to smell like fish before we start being obedient. Oh man. You know, and some of us get funky quicker than others. So like, like let's, let's move into this. Stop sweating the realities. Yeah. Start being thankful for the outcomes. And guess what? The rest of it will manifest itself. Amen. Amen. Again. Okay, again, back to the uh, back to that core, and and to just take you into the first verses of the first chapter of the book of Hebrews. Yeah, buddy. Okay, God, after He spoke long ago, okay, to the fathers in the prophets in many portions and in many ways. Now, well, we're going to have to read this in a couple different translations. Yeah, yeah. God's been speaking. 
He has been for a long time. And here the writer of Hebrews acknowledges that. Yes. If you will, he's acknowledging the old covenant. Mm -hmm. He's acknowledging even before it became that written word that the, that in the history books of the old covenant talked about when it became, became the written words before that it was even the oral traditions that were faithfully told time and again. It was the word of God breathed forth. He said, now in these last days, there's the second verse, mm -hmm. in these last days has spoken to us in his son. Mm -hmm. People say, what's the, what's the big thing about Jesus? What's the person about Jesus? And you know, we've even had some to you know, send, send, send a message to us to say, quit talking about Jesus. No, sir. No, sir, because in these last days, he is speaking. He has spoken and he continues to speak to us in his son. That literally is the word rhema. That's right. Through the logos, and well, the word here is not so much the logos no, is that that son, the word, yeah, the written word, and that's more so in verse three. I'm gonna mm -hmm. come to that, uh, is that little bit. And when he talks mm -hmm. about his son, talking about the son of affection that's right. and that chosen person whom he appointed heir of all things through whom he has made the world. That's right. And verse three, go ahead, read verse three in the CSB, would you? The sun is the radiance of God's glory and the exact expression of his nature, sustaining all things by his powerful word. Yes. After making, excuse me, after making purification for sins, he sat down at the right hand of the majesty on high. Yes, yes. That's settled, right. done, yep, done. And he's going to go on. And of course, that, that whole chapter is a powerful chapter, mm -hmm. even talking about the ministering spirits to the saints, which are the angels. That's, that's right. their purpose, okay? Mm -hmm. Yeah, and you're, it's not it's not to get off into anything else about angels. Mm -hmm. No, why sell why sell the worship of Almighty God short? Okay, right. and that the angels are shaking their heads, going, "Wait a minute, no, 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 don't do that." But God through. Many ways, and I like the Amplified Version uses the word revelations. Mm -hmm. Now, this is where you know a lot of people mis, mis, misspeak the book of Revelation mm -hmm. uh, because it is the revelation, no S, right. of Jesus Christ, okay? okay. Um, and that's what it is, literally. It's the revelation of Jesus Christ, those 22 chapters. But, but here in the Amplified in Hebrews, he says, in many separate revelations, in other words, God has been continually speaking yep. and revealing himself, you see, revelations, each of which set forth a portion of the truth. Yep. You see, that that's so important. Yep. We have that truth. How is it we can come to peace? How is it Paul said, I can even be content when he's speaking to a church that, by the way, Philippians was considered his crown and glory. Philippians was that church that was always good to him, but even in a time when they couldn't be, even in a time when they could not send him any help or support, right. he said, I'm content because right. I know of your love. That's right. You know, and if God's not taking care of him through the Philippians, he's going to take care of him another way. That's right. Either way, Paul said, I'm going to be content in this. That's right. right? I'm going to be content in this, mm -hmm. and I'm not looking for someone to blame, and I'm not looking to become a victim about anything. I'm going to be who I am as a child of God, and I'm going to be content in that. And he goes on to say, and he says he's speaking the truth, many different portions. He said in different ways God spoke of old to our forefathers in and by the prophets, okay? 
Now, those prophets are important. That's why we do continue. And Jesus quoted the prophets, dear friend. Mm -hmm. He made references to the historical books. He made references into the psalmist. He, he continually referenced the prophets of God because that was Jesus' Bible, okay? What we call the Old Testament, that was, right. that was the Bible of Jesus and his apostles. And he brought clarity to those things mm -hmm. because as Paul would write to us later as he wrote to the church at Corinth, he said, these things are examples for us who believe. That's right. They're examples of things we should not become involved in, mm -hmm. and they're examples even of faithfulness that we want to be involved in, you That's see. Right. And he says, but in the last days, he has spoken to us in the person of a son, whom he appointed heir and lawful owner of all things, mm -hmm. also by and through whom he created the worlds and the reaches of space and the ages of time, right. that is, mm -hmm. he made produced, built, operated, and arranged them in order. That's our God, man. That's right. That's why we can be content. Yep. You see, that's yeah, our God. Exactly. He is the sole expression of the glory of God, the light being, the outraying of the divine. He is the perfect imprint and the very image of God's nature, upholding and maintaining and guiding, propelling the universe by his mighty word of power, that's the rhema, the written word. That's right. That's why it's so important. Mm -hmm. You speak the word. You confess the word. That you know the word, dear friend. Yep. Take your Bible to church with you. Open up your Bible every day. Read the word. That's right. Right. I mean, it's you know, uh, I have a quote here. There amen. By another, amen. By another praise God and, and and student of uh, of the word that says all other religions are oblique, are oblique. The founder stands aside and introduces another speaker. Christianity alone is direct speech. Mm. And that's from wow. Soren uh, Kierkegaard. Um, Kierkegaard, excuse yeah, me. Kierkegaard, yeah. Um, and the, th the thing there is, you know, when we say Christianity, when he says Christianity alone is direct speech, because the speech that is, in, that when we engage with the word and we receive the word, and in, you know, we have that in Hebrews where, where the, the, the writer is acknowledging that Christ is the direct speaker here. It's God's word. It's God through the prophets. What it is is it's, the, it's not introducing the, the other as, well, whatever they tell you is fine. It's saying, no, no, these are my words. Amen. This is my son Amen. in whom I well pleased. The word that was with God and is God is the direct connection we have it's the revelation we have. Yes. The revelation of Jesus Christ is the fact yes. that I am talking to you. God is directly communicating with you. We are directly in communion and confessing the direct power of speech, the direct power of creation back through us in the spirit. That's what the word of God is. That's when we get the word inside of us, it is that direct connection to the power and presence of the Lord God. Amen. Amen. And wow. so that's when, when we talk about reading the word and riding the ride here at the mm -hmm. Gonzo Bible study, we're talking about study this word, meditate on this there word, because it is the only source of power there to you propel go. you into a spiritual reality that will overcome the realities of this world. It'll Amen. propel you into a speech pattern and a reality that can do nothing but manifest God's will in your life, which we've already established as thankfulness. Yes, yes. And so we we say that Christianity is, this is the truth and only truth because this is the truth that created 
all things. Yes. We're, sp- we're talking about the word. When we say we're reading the word, the Bible, the reason mm-hmm. we, we look at this and we say, well, what's the origin of this? And I know this seems like a very weird third and fourth part of a, of a concept of the origin of what we're talking about. And we've read everything from Revelation to Hebrews to, to Timothy and everything in between. Yeah. We haven't really started at the beginning. But what you have to realize is the beginning of all things in God are his word. The speaking, the spoken, the acknowledgement of who the creator is by the, by the correlation between his utterance and his personality and his testimony and his revelation. All of it is wrapped up in the manifestation power of his spoken word. Amen. All the cosmos and all the universe and every, everything that has ever existed, time itself did not exist prior to the utterance of God. Amen. Wow. Mm. That's a lot. And, and back to Philippians chapter four. So in all of that, being anxious for nothing, you yeah. see. <laughs> and in all of that, by prayer and supplicate, supplicating ourselves to that and then just giving thanksgiving about all of that. Mm-hmm. Let your requests be known to God. You see, in all of that, you've released the distractions. Mm-hmm. You've released everything so that you can just be on that intimate basis relationship with your heavenly Father. And so what does he say? Let your request be known to God. Talk to him. Ask him. Ask him to settle the things, the issues of your heart. Ask him to settle the doubts. Mm-hmm. Ask him to settle the struggles you have with a loved one or, or whoever that is at work. Ask him, student, ask him to help direct you in the path that you should go on with your education mm-hmm. and, and where to eat the meat, spit out the bones, okay? Ask him. He's gonna show you. And what does he say? And because it says, and let the request be known to God. Just like Robert very, very wonderfully brought up that Matthew 7 and 7 and verse 8. That literally is to ask, to mm-hmm. seek, to knock. And literally the language of that is to keep on asking, yep. to keep on seeking, to keep on knocking. So let your requests be known to God and the peace of God which passes all understanding or comprehension, mm-hmm. will guard your heart and mind in Christ Jesus. You're not losing anything, you see. You're not losing. Mm-hmm. You're not being stolen from or killed from or destroyed from. You are stepping into abundance. You're stepping into life abundantly, mm-hmm. and he is going to guard and keep you. Some people say, I just don't know. I feel like sometimes I'm losing my soul. I'm losing my heart. I'm losing my drive. Mm-hmm. I'm losing my mind. Hey, dear friend, you're not losing a thing. No. You're gaining in Christ Jesus the Lord. Let him keep your heart and mind today. Heavenly Father, we yes. just come before you. you grateful for all things and Praise in all you things, God. Lord. Heavenly Father, we ask your blessing, Praise your God. continued victory. Lord, yes. we're just so grateful for that yes. victory Amen. in the lives of all of those who are reading your word, Lord, yes. that are grasping hold of the yes. truth of the power, Lord, Amen. and they are taking responsibility yes. 
for their own speech, their mm-hmm. own mm-hmm. manifestation power that you blessed humanity with, Lord, and the, the re- restoration of spirit, mind, and body, Lord, as they awaken to the yes. truth of your word. Thank Lord, you. they're taking responsibility to say that no, as those yes. feelings and, and emotions try to grasp hold of us, we know who we are. We are children of God. We are Thank born again Jesus. and released Thank from you. that guilt, Lord, and we are just yes. going to move into a spirit of thankfulness. We are going to move into a spirit that is empowered by the word. Lord, we are going to speak life and we're going to speak love and we're going to speak those things in abundance to all men and to all generations, Lord, that your word will not pass from the earth until the day you call it finished. Lord, we thank you for everyone who tuned in today. We thank you for all those that are hearing the word of God through other means, Lord. We know that your word will not come back to you void, Lord, but it will produce. It will produce a bountiful fruit, Lord. And we are so grateful in and for everything. There again, we just say thank you for your son, Jesus Christ, in whom all things. In Jesus' name, amen. And all God's people said amen. 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 Have a good day. Make sure to follow us on Instagram. Follow us on Facebook. Subscribe to us on YouTube. Go to gonzobiblestudy.com and read things there. Please engage with our mission project for the fall of supporting Samaritan's Purse. Yes. Who is doing a wonderful job at being the hands of love and ministry. uh, Operation Christmas Child. Child. We're bringing Christmas to the world yes. on God's behalf. Amen. You know, uh, you know, it's amazing Praise how far God. a few trinkets will go in expressing love. Amen. You know, and so we are so grateful for everything that God is doing in our lives and just, you know, continue to cling to his word each and every day. Amen. Have a blessed afternoon. Amen. God bless you. This is Pastor Clark, and we're glad to have you watching the Gonzo Bible Study and interacting with scriptures. You know, every day, Robert's putting up verses of scripture that we've talked about and things, so every day you can have a word of experience and ride the ride. Thank you for your partnership and help to us. You can go on our website and go right there and help us out, or you can go to Patreon if you want to be a regular monthly contributor and help us with this ministry.